0: On this week's episode of A Drier Dose of Disney, Jared tells us about the annual passes at Universal Orlando. Welcome to this week's episode of A Dryer Dose of Disney. I'm your host, Jared Dryer and today we are wrapping up the fourth episode of the four-part series about annual or season passes at the parks. We started off this series talking about Disney World in Orlando. We went over to Disneyland in Anaheim and then jumped up to universal hollywood and now we are wrapping up with universal orlando uh, so this has been a great series we're talking about the values of the annual or season passes or at disneyland the magic key since that's what they're called out there and we're talking about which one has the best bang for its buck and if you were going to consider buying one which one we would recommend that you get because of all the different perks and, our, and advantages that are out there and uh, again we're going to be wrapping up the series today talking about universal orlando but before we dive in a couple quick Quick notes and something special about today. So, first, uh, note wherever you're listening to us for the podcast or if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and click that subscribe button. That way, you're going to get this content delivered into your inbox each and every week. And that way, you're going to be uh, up to date with all the tips and tricks that we have for you at the Disney or Universal Parks. And number two, we do ask if there's any tips or tricks that saved you time or money, if you can support us over at Patreon, and you can find that in the link in the description below. Our Patreon supporters are what keep this podcast going and help us to continue doing this for you each and every week and giving you the best tips and tricks out there, as well as you're going to get some really cool perks as a Patreon subscriber. Uh, So we do love our supporters, and we thank you so much for supporting the show. And again, if we saved you some time or money, it doesn't hurt to throw us a couple bucks over there to keep this show going. So with that, we're gonna jump in today and we're gonna be talking about Universal Orlando. And the cool thing about today is if you're watching us on the YouTube format, you can see that I'm sharing my screen. We are gonna be going through this live on the screen with you so that you can look at all the different perks for all the different passes. But I am wearing a special new shirt from RSVLTS. And this is one of my all-time favorite shirts that I've ever bought from them. And it is Universal designed and Universal themed. And it is themed after Jurassic Park. and the name of the shirt is actually called Clever Girl. And if you're looking at it on the screen, you're probably wondering, hey, that just looks like a normal Hawaiian shirt that just has some cool patterns of leaves and stuff. But in fact, if you look really close and it's tough to see, I'm going to point one out here. There is a yellow eye within the leaves. And you can, when you start to look at the different uh, places on the shirt, you can see Uh, a mouth or different elements. These are raptors hidden in the leaves within this Hawaiian-based shirt. So really cool shirt. I love RSVLTS. I think that they have some really cool stuff. They are not a sponsor of the show. I have not asked them to be a sponsor of the show. I just really love their shirts, and I wanted to represent uh, Universal. So on our last episode, I had a cool Jaws shirt on. Today, I'm wearing a Jurassic Park shirt. So really loved their stuff. But we're going to be talking about Universal Orlando which is why I wore it. And I want to say, you guys know if you've listened to our other episodes, we are season pass or annual pass holders at both Disney World and at Universal Orlando. And I will say the Universal Orlando pass has been my favorite pass. And there are some very specific reasons why. And we're going to talk through those today. So know that from an expert who has passes at multiple parks, this one has been my absolute favorite one. And I'll be thinking about what I want to do with it this next year as that comes up for renewal, if I want to upgrade or do anything different. Now, when we're talking about Universal, and this was true at Hollywood as well, these passes are readily available, unlike the Disney passes. The Disney passes, if you watch those episodes we talked about, that some of them are only available to Florida residents or California residents. And the middle tiers you can only upgrade or downgrade into. You can't just buy those passes. And the ones that are available to the general public that don't live in Florida or California are the highest level passes. And in fact, at Disney World the Pass is not currently available. So it's really tough to get some of these annual or season passes to these parks. But Universal makes it open to everyone, which I absolutely love. I think that regardless if you're from Colorado, which is where we live, if you have a place in Florida like we do, if you live in California, if you live in New York, if you live in Texas, wherever you're from, I think that you should be able to buy a season pass wherever you want to go because that's your money. It's up to you whether or not you're going to use it. And I think that if the Disney and Universal Park Opened open it up a little bit more. They may sell some more passes. And in fact, somebody like me who lives in Colorado, though we go a lot, we're not down there all the time, so we can't always use it. And I think that should go into the math of their equations to decide where should we sell these and how many should we put out there. If they're selling a ton of Disneyland or Disney World passes to the Midwest, you're gonna know that those people aren't gonna be down at your parks all the time. So maybe you could increase the allowance for number of passes out there and let people feel like they have a piece of the Disney or Universal family, and they get the discounts on the merchandise, things like that. So let's talk about, though, today the Universal Passes over in Orlando, and like our last episode, we're going to go from best to worst, and there's a specific reason behind that today. But we're going to start today with the Universal Premier Pass. This one is about $755. It is slightly a little bit more than Universal Hollywood but the really best part about this is you're getting access to two parks. And that's an important call out that I wanna say right now, whether you're listening to us on the podcast or you're watching us on YouTube. I'm gonna scroll up on my screen here and we are looking just at the two park annual pass. So we're talking Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios Orlando. We are not talking about Volcano Bay, which is their water park, and if you want to, you can go online. You can click the three-park annual pass here, and I'll do that, and then you can see that you uh, you can get three parks, and uh, there are four different passes that do that for you as well. Those obviously are going to be a little bit more expensive with the water park, but for us, we just love going to do the rides and do the movies, so we're not going to Volcano Bay. So for us, it's the two park annual pass that we're looking at. Now, in addition to that, you are also probably where Universal is building a third park in Orlando as we speak. Uh, this is where the Nintendo world is going to be. They're going to have a land devoted to classic Universal Monsters, which is another LTS shirt that I have that I absolutely love. And I love Universal Classic Monsters. Wolfman's probably my favorite. And then they're going to have a How to Train Your Dragon Land, and they're going to have the Nintendo Land and uh, some other really cool things, including uh, the Ministry of Magic at the Wizarding World of Heroes. Harry Potter. So a new element to the Wizarding World. I don't know what they're gonna do with it yet. I've not read a lot. And I'm the kind of person, I don't like spoilers. So I've tried not to read a whole lot other than just to know what they're building, what the lands are gonna be. But that is coming and I do anticipate, obviously, these passes will change once that lands. And of course, we will do our best to update that episode when it happens. But for today, we're looking at just the two parks. So back to the premier pass. This is $755, slightly a little bit more than the Universal Hollywood pass. But again, you get the two bigger parks marks in orlando with that uh, you do have flex pay as an available option if you wanted to do that with automatic renewal which helps a ton and that one is about $37 a month so it's not too bad for a family of four you're looking just over $148 a month or so but you do get park to park admission now i will say that this is a key call out on the universal orlando annual passes is park to park admission is huge so basically like disney it's park hopper where you can go between the parks but that means you 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 get to ride the Hogwarts Express. You can go back and forth between the two. And that only applies to the top two passes here because there are blackout dates on the other ones on the lower levels. But to have unlimited access to both parks where you can go back and forth without a reservation as much as you want is huge. And in fact, we've had days where we have gone back and forth between the parks multiple times, meaning we start in one, we decide to go to the other, we'll spend some time there, we go back to the first, we've done that multiple times where it's something like maybe we found something we wanted to buy or there was somewhere we wanted to eat or there was a ride we missed, we would go back and forth multiple times because you can walk between them. And if you've listened to our episodes where we've talked about rope drop and touring uh, strategies at Universal, we did cover both parks in the same episode. And my tip or trick there is that it is quicker to walk between the parks than it is to take the hogwarts express now granted if you have a harry potter fan in your family and they absolutely love that and they want to ride the train that is very cool as well and we've done it dozens of times and we think it's an awesome experience but it does take a long time Typically, the lines are early in the day. You can usually get on within 10 or 15 minutes, but later in the day, your lines are going to be 30 minutes to an hour. And the load, unload of that train takes forever. Now, they do have multiple trains running, but they can't get more than one into the station at a time. And so it's going to take a long time to get the other people off and then to load the train and get it launched and then to disembark from the train as well. And the paths to walk in there are pretty lengthy as well. You are going to have stairs as well when you're doing the Hogwarts Express. So that may be of a concern, but they do have elevators if you need those. But it does take a while to get in and out. We've always said, hey, if we're going to go between the parks, we've done the trains enough. Now, if we have friends with us that want to do it, then we'll do the train. But we will walk out of the front. We will walk in front of the Chocolate Emporium and Hard Rock Cafe, and we will walk into the other park at that point. It's a lot quicker, and you can usually do it in about five or ten minutes. Now, like Universal Hollywood, the Premier Pass does come with two really cool perks that the other passes don't have. And the first is Universal Express. If you remember on the Universal Hollywood episode, we talked about that. That one starts at 3 p.m., but that's a smaller park, and a lot of people are going to be vacating it by 3 Here, this starts after 4 p.m., so a little bit later, but you do have two parks that it works at, and these parks stay busy all day long. Most people definitely are planning on spending a full day rope drop to close when they're at Universal, or multiple days rope drop to close at Universal because they love the movies, they love Harry Potter, they love the different roller coasters that are there. So it's a busier park than what you're gonna see out in Hollywood. So you do get Universal Express after 4 p.m. on certain rides, so that's a really cool feature of this pass. And when you compare it to the preferred pass, and we'll talk about this more in a second, uh, you're looking at a difference of about $215 or so. So is it worth $215 to get the Express Pass all the time? That's totally up to you. Now, keep in mind, buying an Express Pass is usually about $100 a person for the day. So to know that for $215, you get this all year round, but not until after 4 o'clock, that's going to be up to you. A really cool feature also of the Premier Pass that I've always wanted to use, but I don't have the Premier Pass, I'll tell you which one I have here in a little bit, is the valet and prime self-parking after the first visit. So the reason they say after the first visit is you've already paid uh, to get there the first time that you're buying your pass, and then it will work every time thereafter. You do have to turn on your pass, you have to activate it by going into the park, but after that visit, you're going to be able to use it. The valet parking is the closest parking to the parks. It's over by the uh, mini golf area, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, that side of it, and it does fill up. So uh, the valet parking is a really cool feature if you wanted to use that, but you can always self-park with the pr- prime self-parking or the general self-parking if you wanted to. The best part about the Universal Orlando parking structures is they have the moving walkways that will get you to security real quick and get you up into CityWalk pretty quickly as well. Of course, you can always get free and discounted self-parking after your first visit uh, on this pass. We just talked about the valet and prime, but that also includes your basic one. Uh, You do get early park admission, and that is not year-round, meaning that the availability of early park admission is not available year-round. But when it is available, you do get it with the premier pass. I can tell you there were a handful of times that we went with our pass that we did not have that available to us, and that would have saved us some time. So that's an advantage right there as well. You do get discounts on food and merchandise, both with the Premier and Preferred. We'll talk about Preferred in just a second. That adds up to quite a bit. And those discounts are good in CityWalk as well. So we've used them at the Toothsome Chocolate Emporium. At uh, Cowfish, we've used them at NBC Sports we've used it at obviously all the shopping that's out there so really cool opportunity to save some money when you're at city walk or in the parks with the premier pass you obviously get the hotel discounts but here's the other big perk that we talked about as well in hollywood is the one free halloween Horror nights ticket on select nights there again my little disclosure that the halloween Horror nights is probably not for the little kids this is more for the adult crowd it is very scary They have a lot of Walking Dead stuff going on. It's very intense. But it's a really cool event at the parks that happens every year. It sells out every year. And with the Premier Pass, you're going to get a free ticket to that. So that's going to be over $100 savings right there alone. Not to mention your Express Pass after 4 p.m., your valet parking and all that. That does make the Premier Pass worth it, depending on if you want Halloween Horror Nights or not, uh, versus the preferred pass. Uh, Just a little bit of food for thought there. Uh, You also get admission to their special events. Last time we were there, Mardi Gras was going on. That's a fun time. Uh, I encourage you guys to go check that out. And then you get discount on theme park and special event tickets, meaning when you have friends and family come to town, you can buy tickets for them, and uh, you're going to get a savings there. So the Premier Pass is a really good pass. Like I said, slightly more expensive than Universal Hollywood, but you do get the two parks out of it. And then if you're a Florida resident, you even get a better discount than what it shows here. So a lot of savings for those of you that live in Florida. The Premier Pass is a great starting point. The second pass is the preferred pass, and this is the one that my family and I have. We love the preferred pass, and it's because we get almost everything that the premier pass gets, and we'll talk about that in just a second, minus the Halloween Horror Nights, which we are not really into. Plus, we live in Colorado, and that's during our school year, so we're not going to be zipping back and forth a whole lot, and we probably won't get the opportunity to use it. So the preferred pass is the one we go with. Again, this one, park-to-park admission with no blackouts. That is absolutely huge. And I'm going to talk about our tip of the day at the end of the day and why that is so important here in just a little bit. That one you don't get the Universal Express, but if you listen to our podcast regularly, I'm a big fan of single rider lines. And we do think single rider lines are quicker than the Universal Express Pass because Universal Express Pass is not monitored. Meaning that you could have everybody with the Express Pass go to the same ride at the same time and clog up that ride versus Disney that does meter out their lightning lanes. So Universal Express Pass is just you pick and choose when you're going to use it. Having single rider, you're gonna bypass the lines more often than not. It's gonna be really quick. In fact, our average wait time right now on like the Velocicoaster we've seen is about 30 to 40 minutes using single rider versus the usually 60 to 90 minutes uh, for the regular queue. So a lot quicker and then my daughter and I will ride it. We're the two roller coaster enthusiasts in our family. And she goes on first and if we're on the same roller coaster great. Uh, there's in fact it's been a couple of times we've ridden together in the same car, which is really strange on single rider, but usually we're on the same roller coaster. If we're not, she'll get off and wait, and I'm on the very next one, and we'll come off and we'll exit the ride together. So we recommend a single rider over Universal Express if you listen to that episode, which is why we like the preferred pass. You don't get the valet parking, but you do get free regular parking, which is awesome. And if you listen to our Disney episodes, you heard me go on a little bit of a rant about free parking. I think free parking should be included on any. Season or annual pass all the time. I think it's a key feature because people want to go a lot. And when you're talking about saving twenty five or thirty five dollars a day, that adds up very quickly. Okay, so we love the preferred pass for that. This is the one downside of the preferred pass that I will say the premiere would have helped us is the early park admission. You do have blackout dates. So meaning when they offer it, which isn't very often, but they usually do it during the summer, when they offer it, you are blacked out during the month of July. So for the most part, there's going to be a lot of times that you're not going to be able to use it when it is available. So that may be something that may sway you to the Premier Pass, but it wasn't the end of the world for us. And our friends, when they came to visit us, uh, they weren't staying on site either. So they didn't get in for early admission either. So they just had to buy a normal ticket. So it didn't hurt us too much because we were waiting with them anyways. But blackout dates do apply. You do still get the discounts on the food and merchandise. That adds up to a ton of money. We have saved a ton of money, but like on the other episodes, my wife has said we've also spent a ton of money at these parks to get those discounts so if you're going to be spending the money then you might as well have the pass but it's going to cause you to spend more because you're always going to be there so do keep that in mind you do get the hotel discounts you don't get halloween Horror nights we've talked about that and you do get the admission into the special things so again the preferred pass is the one that we have it's the one that i highly recommend and we will talk at the end about the i can do this all day tip of the day and why it's, it's substantially different than some of the other ones out there The next one is our Power Pass, and this is uh, a really good entry-level pass. It is $475, so it is only about $65 less than the Preferred Pass. So I'm gonna do some math for you here and tell you why I would do the Preferred over Power. So number one, Power Pass does have blackout dates. Now, the good news is the only time the Power Pass is blacked out is Christmas through New Year's and during a couple weeks during spring break. So if you're not going during spring break or the holidays, The Power Pass will work for you all summer long. It's going to be a great pass. It's going to work pretty much any other time of the year that you're going to want it. So there's very few blackout dates. I will say that is a huge plus of the Power Pass. But as you go through, again, no Universal Express, no valet parking. That's the same as the Preferred. Now, free and discount self-parking. You do get 50% off regular daytime self-parking. So this is the call-out and the math I want to do with you on this. Parking right now is $35 for Universal. If you're going to be spending uh, 50% of it, you're going to be paying $17 every time you go with the Power Pass. Okay, Now, if you do some quick math, it's only going to take you about four visits before you have paid the difference between the Power Pass and the Preferred Pass. So that is something worth noting, that it may be worth paying for the Preferred Pass to get the free parking and all the discounts. But like on our other episode, I'm going to give you a key tip or trick here. If you are not planning to go during the holidays and if you are not planning to go during spring break, you can have one person in your family get the preferred pass. You can have everyone else in your family get the power pass and use that one preferred pass to get your free parking and use that one preferred pass to get your discounts on your food and dining and merchandise, stuff like that. So you could end up saving about 60 bucks if you do that if you're not planning on going those other times During the year. So that's a way to game the system a little bit and you can save some money there. But... For us, all three of us have the preferred pass. And that actually was advantageous when our friends came to town because we had to take multiple vehicles into the parking structure. And that way we were able to split up and put one of us in each vehicle and we were all able to get in for free. So do keep that in mind. That's a little bit of a trade off there. But the power pass, again, if you're not going out the holidays or uh, during spring break, may be a way to save some money if you uh, mix and match those passes. Let's keep going. Uh, Again, we already talked about they don't get the discount, but you do get the hotel rooms at a discount and then the admission to special events and special theme park uh, tickets and all that. The next one, the very bottom one, is the seasonal pass. This one is $50 less, $425. This is uh, the one, and I said this on the last episode for Universal Hollywood, this is what I call the sucker pass. Do not buy this pass. Uh, the reason is it's $50 less, but the blackout dates are most of the summer in addition to spring break and Christmas. And so usually the time of year is you're going to want to go anyways, and it's only saving you about $50 bucks from the next one up. When you uh, go down, it has no benefits really, other than hotel discounts or other theme park discounts. You don't get into the special events. You don't save money on food or merchandise there. You don't get any discount on your parking. So again, this is one, the only person that I could say may benefit from a seasonal pass is somebody who lives in the area, who has other family that has the other passes, and they're just not going to go all the time. Then I may look at the seasonal pass, but you're looking still at four visits to make it even worth it. And if you're not going to go during the summer and or whatnot, then when are you going to go and are you going to make it worth it? Uh, These other passes after five visits pay for themselves and the premier pass after seven visits uh, pays for itself. And actually, I'd even say probably closer to six because you get that express pass available in the afternoon and you're not paying for that as well. So um, definitely a huge advantage to get into at least the preferred pass with the free parking, because like I did the math for you, uh, the power pass just isn't worth it unless you have someone in your party that has the higher ones and they're already saving on the parking. Uh, The preferred pass is the one we go with. So that is my recommendation. Again, if you're a Florida resident, you're going to save even more money on this. And we have not come to our first renewal yet, but I am aware that when you do a renewal, you do get a discount on the renewal. So that'll also save you some money as you continue to renew year after year. So really, when it comes down to it, when we're talking Universal Orlando... I believe you really have two choices. It's the preferred pass or the premier pass. You're going to get free parking. You're going to get discounts on all the food and merchandise. The question is, do you want the Halloween Horror Nights and the Express Pass after 4 p.m. Or do you not? And if you do, then you want to go with the premiere Pass. If you don't, go with the Preferred Pass. Those are my two recommendations. That's where I would stick to it, and that's what I would do. Which now leads me to our I-can-do-this-all-day tip of the day for this week when we're talking about Universal Orlando. And that's the fact that if you go to Orlando a lot and you're considering getting a pass between Universal or you're considering getting a pass between Disney, I'm going to recommend if you have to choose – I would get the Universal Pass. And the reason I would get the Universal Pass is obviously it's a lot less expensive. So when you're looking at this for right now, just about a hundred bucks more uh, than the uh, most basic Disney Pass, which is the Pixie Dust Pass. Which again is only available to Florida residents. So that's a challenge in and of itself. But for a little bit more than a hundred bucks for the Universal Pass, you're going to get no blackout dates with the preferred pass. You're going to get free parking. You're going to get all the discounts. You get access to two parks. It's good every day of the week. It's good on the weekends. We, when we stay out there at our condo, we like to go to Universal on the weekends just because our Disney Pass doesn't work on the weekends for the Disney parks because pixie dust doesn't let you in on the weekends. So we do a lot of universal on Saturdays and Sundays. We usually will head up to the parks. We'll spend half the day there. We'll ride some rides. We'll eat some good food at the restaurant and then we'll go back and relax and sit at the pool or go hang out or go work or do something else. So my tip of the day is it's cheaper and you're going to get more access out of the preferred pass at Universal than you do out of the Disney passes. So that's why we love this pass so much. Now, again, with the third park going into Orlando, these prices are probably going to change. They will start moving probably closer to the Disney prices just because they have more parks at that point. And I wouldn't be surprised if Universal continues to build... Uh, to compete against their rival, Disney, down there. Now, we talked about uh, the differences between the parks on a previous episode, and we talked about how Disney just gets it. Disney gets the ambiance. They get how to immerse you in the environment. Well, Universal's not far behind, and they're getting better with every new development that they do. And we saw that with the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. We are going to see it now at the new park, and we've seen it with the Nintendo Land that's out there at Universal Hollywood, and will soon be opening in Orlando as well. So they are getting better at it, and I can say... They're going to be competing pretty closely with Disney here in the next few years. So those prices could go up. So do keep an eye out for that. But as of today, the preferred pass is cheaper than Disney. You get more days, you get free parking, you get the whole nine yards, and anyone can get it. So that's the one I'm going to choose. With that, we wish you a magical week as you're planning your next vacation. Stay tuned. And again, so please subscribe as we're going to have a new episode coming up next week. And we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.